Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Jules the Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime. And this week, we're going to be talking about episode 5 through 8 of The Duke of Death and His Maid. And I am not going on this fun anime experience alone. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Galley. Matt, how was your week? My week was good. Um, It's been uh it's been a a wild one um for sure just like in terms of the this show like (laughs) preparing for it this week it was just Mm -hmm. kind of like uh i I don't know i'm excited to talk about it i'm excited to just get this energy out and because i have a lot of energy to discuss these next four episodes this one has definitely been a unique experience because if this is the first time you're joining us we watch a little bit of anime every week and we go through series and here are all the series that we've gone through already we've rated them we've put them on our board from s to f tier if you know what they look like they have some of them have the names on there we just finished the promised neverland we both put those at s tier and now we're on to the duke of death and is made and possibly well for sure next week is the last time we're going to be talking about the duke of death and is made because we have a ton of other ones to pick from so next week we're going to be finishing up the whole anime and we're going to pick a new anime and if you would like to suggest an anime for us to watch you can do that with 500 bits here on twitch twitch.tv slash jewels the human on thursdays and you can put in your suggestion you can suggest us an anime and it could be picked out of the chest of the anime chest of dreams there but this week Episode 5 through 8, we continue down our road of this anime. And if you remember last week, we weren't, I guess I, I'm speaking for both of us, we weren't the biggest fans. We were we were hopeful, though, um, hopeful for something to um, latch us in here. And maybe we got it. I don't know. Me and Matt don't talk about this before the show. So I'm definitely going to get his first thoughts as you hear them. And you're going to hear my thoughts as well. So let's get into it. Um, episode 5. Uh, the Duke, a crow, and ice skating. So give us a little breakdown of what happened in episode five. Episode five, uh, we see Viola visiting the manor uh, quite frequently over the course of a few days. Uh, Viola teaches Alice the the whole Viola mes- method, which Alice immediately de- starts to deploy on the Duke. And they also spend some time baking batches of bread. Um, sometime after that, the Duke and Alice are out ice skating on a frozen lake, and they meet Zane, a magic user, and they also find Cuff out on the lake as well. The four spend some time getting acquainted, and afterwards, Cuff and Zane invite the Duke to a witch's Sabbath in order to find answers to the one who placed the curse on him. Viola swings by again in the evening hours and spends the night in Alice's room where they have a a girl's night uh, gossiping to themselves. Hmm. Episode 5. What did you think about this one? A lot of this stuff in these episodes... (laughs) Well, okay, there there was a redeeming quality in some of this stuff. Like so uh-huh. in episode seven and eight, I really did enjoy some parts of episode in, of episode seven and eight. But like a lot of this stuff is just um there there's like a small thread. The thread is Super that thin. the we gotta go to the witch's Sabbath. Okay, cool. We're going to the witch's Sabbath. This is the thing that happens, this is where you can meet a bunch of witches and we gotta we can continue on our story. Cool. Yes, exactly. From from the the last from the previous episode to the next episode, that's what we get out of this one. <laughs> but there's so much fluff around it, and it's not completely fun. Um this whole not all of it. Not most of it in this one. Not most of it in episode five. Um yeah, this whole bread thing, the whole the the whole thing with the Duke kind of like trying to push like Rob and Viola into like, you know, having their own like time together, quote unquote, like that aspect of it. And even Viola is looking at the Duke like, why are you being a creep? Like, stop it. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> 
Um, like, I, well, I did learn something in this episode, though, okay. that a girl that loves a guy that's much older is apparently called a panther. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Never knew that term. I was like, what? She, he, the Duke like, was calling his sister sounds, a panther. That sounds right. Yeah, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then she's just like, I can't help who I love or whatever like that. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm okay. Like, uh, don't, I guess, misinterpret me. I'm okay with her being in love with Rob. I love that little side story. It's just how much time they actually spend on it and the way they go about doing it is really odd. Yes. Um, I, like, again, I also like Alice in Viola, Viola, bonding i love them like hanging out i love the the little the different things we see two other characters hanging out or meeting we see viola and cuff um meeting for the first time and hanging out and i'm like later on in another episode i'm like oh my god cool like i'm so down for that i'm so down for these like other little interactions and stuff it's just how much time they spend on it when i want to know about thing give me the thing give me the 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 plot um, I again, I don't think it's giving me enough. <laughs> again, I want it to be more on one side or the other. It's not giving me enough etchy for for me to be like intrigued, but then it's like not giving me enough story for me to be like, I want to go down this path. So I love <laughs> again, Crunchyroll comments always save it, always save the day. Somebody saying, uh, I love the amount of Victorian fan service we get in this show. Sure. <laughs> it's all ankle and thigh i mean it's all mostly. thigh and we got yeah yeah but um fishnet some fishnet from alice <laughs> but uh i just thought that was uh that was really funny because like sure. you're like i agree with what you're saying where it's like they're they're trying to balance like the etchy stuff with kind of the more like slapstick uh rom-com situational stuff with all the characters that we're we're working with but yeah but then they try to balance between the two and it's not funny because it's not appealing to either it's trying to there's a couple times where like i'm finding myself yeah like i am laughing more in this set than i was in the first set i'll say that sure yeah um, the, uh, mainly in episode seven and eight i think for me i was like oh okay this is this is funny for a moment and then mm-hmm. it just goes back to whatever yeah <clears throat> um we meet zane, zane who is cuff's other magic user friend also hi everybody uh watching live on twitch sorry i didn't say hi but uh hello everybody we meet zane who is another magic user and he's a bird person which is cool um and Zane, I thought, <clears throat> would have this connection with Cuff, but Cuff has this like unrequited love for Zane, I think, is what they're trying to portray. But Zane, Zane just likes girls. Yeah. <laughs> Zane, Zane sees Alice and spends a lot of time like fawning over Alice. And he remarks that um, Alice is just so, quote unquote, like, you know, uh, ladylike and such. Uh, and. He just wishes Cuff could be more like that. His words. Um, yeah, and and Cuff is just you know Cuff is just doing Cuff things. Cuff <laughs> doesn't have a single thought, and that is totally okay. And I Zane love her knows for that. that too, right? Yeah. Zane's like who she's the she's the mean looking one with not a thought in her head, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, you're talking about Cuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh-huh. that's so funny. Um, but um, I, I I do like the way that they're able to kind of create, or I mean, put these two characters in front of us, and they have a relationship that I I'm like bought into. I'm like I believe yeah. that this is how these two would interact with each other. Totally, sure. I can totally see she doesn't have a thought, but because she doesn't have a thought, she doesn't know how to express her feelings to him. And like you said, he just likes girls, but she's constantly keeping him in check over that. And mm-hmm. we get to see that in the next episode like he he has you know a protective aura over um cuff for sure even Mm -hmm. though he's like you know googling i googly eyeing at you know girls for sure at alice and apparently boobs are the bomb and we find out that duke the duke is a thigh guy duke i literally wrote that too the duke is the thigh guy because he's like well i kind of i really like thighs so you know (laughs) i was like okay cool whatever man and then, and then, see, this is where, like, you get those moments where I'm like, I'm getting a good laugh. He says that, and then he's like, hey, stop taking notes. And Alice is just right Oh, there, yeah, like, she's like, writing this. stuff down. <laughs> write that down, write that down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's so, like, so funny. the show does get laughs out of me. Um, mm. And um, I, but I 
I would talk about, you know, every single time the show made me laugh, but then it's just like, then it's not coming off in a comedic sense. It's for me, a lot of the connect, like you said, the, those connective threads that I'm looking for, they're just not layered very thick and where they are they're Yeah. Just also the thin. whole, the whole having girls in each other's boobs is played off way too much. I noticed that these, way too much. this set, these, this, episode. Th- this set of episodes, because I wrote down cuff was in Alice's boobs and that happens a lot. And I'm like, okay, cool. If it happens once or twice, whatever. But like, it's almost every episode where another girl goes. That's where I'm like, if you're not going to show me them naked, like, why are you doing this over and over again? Like, are you playing? Are you trying to be like soft core, I guess, or whatever? And then in this up ep- earlier in this episode, Viola just kind of like feels Alice. She's like, oh my God, they're so soft. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, Spooky. If you want to see. <laughs> there's three versions of the same thing the same emo but if you want to see anime girls in each other's boobies this is the anime i guess but like they're they're fully clothed and they're like talking about it and it's not even like sexual it's just kind of like there for what for Etchy, comedy Etchy, i guess etchy slapstick yeah it's like it's just on the first set is it supposed to be funny that this happens often? Oh my God, Alice has so much big boobs and everybody's feeling them and it's accidental and all this. I'm like, I'm a, I'm not a child, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. If I it's wanted those, that, I would go to that. those things in between that like un, are, feel like they're undermining when the show actually is like hitting those high notes where I'm like, I actually like this. And then something like that happens and I'm just like, I roll, I roll my eyes. I feel yeah, like I'm going to roll my eyes out of my head with this show sometimes. Because Zane and Cuff are such cool characters. They are. Like Zane and Cuff could be cool. And like then, I'm, I'm so down for them to be cool witches, cool magic users, and they'll be so fun. And we get that, uh, you know, we see right off the bat that Cuff is a fire witch, but we don't even see, like, really what kind of powers mm-hmm. Zane has yet. We don't yeah. really get a, a glimpse at that unless because uh, we see him do something later. And I don't know if like that's just something that like, all witches can do or if that's his thing. But I digress. We're not there yet. Um, Dan, thank you for the 35 months. I'm sorry it doesn't come up on this stream because we're doing a live anime podcast. But if you come by from for another stream, I can get you the alert. But thank you so much for 35 months. And Dan said, well, what did I join stream to? We're talking about the Duke of Death and His Maid in anime on Crunchyroll, and we are watching. We're talking about episode five through eight, and it's a lot. Um, so we meet Zane, and they're going to the Witch's Sabbath. We have some direction of the story to go into. So, what happens in episode six? The Duke, Alice, and the Knight in the Witch's World. The Duke and Alice spend some time in the conservatory where the plants have become far overgrown. The Duke uses his curse to wither the plants so they will be uh, easier to clear out, uh, kind of prompting him to reassess the situation on his curse with the uh, the witch's Sabbath hanging over his head. Um, the matron of the Duke's family asks where Viola has been going so frequently. Um, she responds that she's been going to you know a friend's house, no big deal. Another cat crisis occurs at the Duke's Manor with the cat stealing Alice's dress while she was in the shower. Um, afterwards, Alice and Duke, Alice and the Duke are taken to the Witch's Sabbath by Cuff and Zane, cloaked as to hide their human scent. Speaking to Dalith, the Witch's leader, we get many answers and yet somehow are left with more questions. Dalith tells the Duke that the witch that cursed him was a whiz at magic and she died because of it. Let us speak of this no more. I suggest you give up now before burning the cloak off of the Duke. Everybody has to make a run for the exit portal. Um, Afterwards, Zane and Cuff delighting in how upset the other witches are. They depart stating that next time they come back, uh, they will be returning as uh, friends. Instead of just uh, acquaintances here to help him with the task. Sure. Cool. So if you don't know this anime, the Duke, who is the main character, I don't think we have just a picture of the Duke, but the Duke, everything he touches dies or anything he's ever touched 
dies. That's why his name is the Duke of Death and his maid Alice. So we get some more um we get some more clarity, I guess, on sort of uh, we start this episode with a little to, bit more clarity. We, we get to understand the depth of the situation. Sure. <laughs> but not uh, necessarily how to solve it. Yes, because he starts off here <clears throat> explaining any organism that touches me will die. Touching over the clothes will produce the same result. Mm-hmm. Is the way he unless said it's it. a super like thick layer <clears throat> or uh, you know iron sheets that are over him, yeah. stuff like that. He can touch objects and other people, you know, can touch the same object, stuff like that. Yeah, Which and he can hold on. To... If he's neat when he was kneading dough in the last episode, does that kill the yeast? Sorry, episode six. actually true. <laughs> I mean, what's the what's the depth of organism? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. He can never get sick because if bacteria touches him. Also, Crunchyroll comments. Shout out to Crunchyroll comments because I did read on this one as well. They were they were like, so ever since he was a kid, he's never had a mosquito bite. Yeah, and no bugs or anything on him, and it's like, oh, no spiders, nothing. no spiders, no roaches or anything. Oh man, I kind of want to be the Duke of Death now. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, but we f- we go to the witch's world and we meet Daylith, who we've already met before, which Alice uh, has met before in the big festival in town, the 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 shopping episode. Yeah, the shopping uh, episode. We meet that was Daylith. one of the only thread implications that that episode has carried so far. Yes. Um, how did you feel about the witch's world? Also, high CZ. I mean, yeah. I liked I liked the vibe of it. I liked the art style of it. I liked sure. how it immediately felt like this is somewhere different. Like we yes. are not in the same in the same place. This is a. Uh, I liked uh, the music that accompanied it, which you oh know, yeah, we don't talk about the music as much no, as the we probably should great. in the show. The music is one of the best parts about the show overall. Yes. Um, and it, as they go into this realm, it's like yeah, this is. It's all like spooky and like Halloweenish, but just like also like eerie. Um, I don't know. I like it a lot. And then, yeah, again, I like a moment where uh, they were. Zane was like, "The plan is you're my siblings. You're my <laughs> younger siblings. That's the plan. That's that's the story. So keep these cloaks on, and you're fine." And then Dalith is like, "Hey, who are those new people all over there?" And Cuff is like, "They're me and Zane's children." <laughs> That was so good. Yes, yes, yes. So like, that again, moment. There are moments. There sure. are moments that get me for sure. Um, and then and then Alice coming back with calling him father or something yeah. like that. And, and it was like, oh, call me okay. daddy. Yeah. Like, stop. <laughs> like, we could have just stopped there. We yes. had it. There's the moment. Um, so, yeah, uh, we get that. And then, <laughs> and then some of the other... Cuff explained to the Duke how she's a half-blood. So she's mm-hmm. always been kind of seen as a monster and outcast, and they related to each other on that aspect. Some other witches start like Zane, why would you have kids with a half-blood? What are you thinking? Like she her there's human blood in Cuff. And he like grabs the cigarette out of one or the cigar out of one of their mouths and just like crushes it in his hand and mm-hmm. like defends, you know, Zane with his uh defends Cuff with his full chest and makes them apologize uh, yeah. directly to Cuff. And you can see that like, she's smitten by it. She's like, mm-hmm. I, she's like, feels probably um, appreciative that, you know, somebody's there to watch her back after the sure. past that she's had. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, we... I like, there's a lot about this episode that I liked, but like I said, it always brings itself right back to undermining itself with the, with the etchy scale that tries to, make it something two things at the same time and i'm like i just want it to be this one thing (laughs) i think i would have liked it more if like i think my big problem with this is that there's a ton of fluff but there's also some episodes that i would if i had the direction if i was the director of this i would have had some episodes switched around yes (laughs) so that so i that i can get some of this stuff earlier because by now i would not be watching if i had to wait six episodes for this whole witch's arc thing that's gonna happen i'm out i would have put the the i would well i guess they needed the shopping episode to get the daylith 
you know. But, I mean, but did it even need to be that long? I mean, that's like if you want to keep everything structured the way it is. Oh, There's I would ways take everything. Of like, yeah, I would take big chunks out. Plot moments itself, <laughs> like if you could isolate and move them around, it yeah. Restructuring this show, it's got so much going for it. It's just not giving it to the viewer in the way that makes it the most uh, compelling for the sure. viewer to want to stick around to uh, watch the entire show. I probably would have gone to this whole witch world episode three or four already three or, three or four, four. Yeah. and we were already done like a bunch of stuff we would you know we've already like met episode them. eight maybe they're making the return to the witch's world and then sure. like, you know getting more and then that's like when their uh identities are revealed and they have to leave and escape but the first time they go it's kind of like you know they leave with just a sense of like people are and, sketchy on them or something and also the witch's sabbath wasn't even anything it was yeah just, it was it was, it was roll call it was roll she call was like hey the uh the mandragora that we planted uh 20 years ago it's finally sprouted a flower everybody okay see you next meeting once every blood moon and they what are we doing for that you're wasting my time you're also wasting the witch's time um but really also like how like one tiny minor thing um when they're escaping one of the witches tries to like uh, snatch alice with her plant magic and the duke grabs it withering the plant entirely which is a callback to the start of the episode where they're in the conservatory yeah. withering all the plants mm-hmm. um it's so, like that's one of the like only action moments we get and it's There's like no i action, think that's great for sure that's cool yeah it's like an action moment even though that's not an action scene just like mm-hmm. they escape there's an attempt made and he just saves her from it it's like that's mm-hmm. all that it needed to be and that's all they made it this is great <laughs> so the duke ends up getting friends in the end because zane and cuff have said hey starting next time we'll come over as friends and he is super smitten he enjoys that that he finally has friends because he's never had friends uh, he's only had alice for forever uh and we find out later we f- find out when they actually first like you know started this yeah. whole thing but um yeah how uh, this episode was okay i it's guess all right like like you said it's just it i i want this episode way earlier and then i yeah. like probably like it a lot better even though there are things that i like about this episode it's coming a day late and a dollar short <laughs> yeah i didn't even write any i didn't write a whole bunch i was just like okay cool we get the whole confrontation between alice and daylit that's how we get that's how we know that you know this was an old witch um and like yeah we do get so we do get a couple answers we get that the witch that cursed the duke is uh already dead so other witches it appears don't know how the curses of other witches work Mm. and the witch that cursed the duke was a whiz at magic and she died because of it so it's something dayless says it's like this is something unlike you know this is not just your dollar store curse dollar like, this, is, <laughs> this is the premium top shelf premium like premium cracks like this this is this is out there so uh, you just need to give up no ads <laughs> all premium curse yeah um i still have the head cannon that it's alice somehow it's going to be alice that she has amnesia that she was playing her mother because she's lived for so long you that she's what? somehow still alive alice asked dalith was my mom you know a witch connected to you guys and dalith's response was uh i don't know i was only a, an acquaintance of your mom's and that's what she said to her at the festival so we don't get anything there um <laughs> we don't get anything there really. no but we get um, something else later i'm gonna go ahead we? and say that uh the cat is actually alice's mom <laughs> and she you know cast a spell on herself to be reincarnated as a cat okay and she's just going around the house causing mischief okay for, uh, for everybody now <laughs> just being a little cat we didn't get cat in these first two in five and six we get it in seven i think we get a little we bit get cat. cat in uh in in this one right or the last one i, I talked about the in one the, of them when when alice's oh the cat uh, with the dress skirt goes missing the dress yeah yeah, yeah. all right um and then uh okay and then we go yeah cool and then next episode it just goes and does another thing you know what i mean it's so odd i want tell me one story we're already seven episodes in what are we doing 
I know in the back of our mind that we have to find the we have to cure the Duke's curse so that Duke and Alice can be together. Cool. But you're giving me all this other stuff and you're making it all fluffy and making it Mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we're not going anywhere. We're already almost to the end. We're already past halfway. Give me a conclusion. I don't think it's going to be satisfying, but what happens in episode seven, the Dukes and Alice's uneventful day. Um, get to episode seven right now just to go off of what you were just saying uh just yeah uh the episode we're about to get into feels a lot like uh episode two out of the first four episodes or like uh episode um or episode three the shopping episode or the episode that introduces rob where it's just like here's them in a bunch of situations around the house with this new character this this feels like an episode two that that right now and i get what they're trying to do with what happens in episode eight but again this is just like the the restructuring concept uh of being able to move these episodes around and they just would probably work a lot better um not to say that would make it a perfect show but it would work a lot better in the ways that it is set up now sure episode seven um and i would rename this episode by the way because it's the only one that just doesn't have the duke in the name so this is the duke the pot the song the painting the vase and the dream that's what this episode's called <laughs> it With does no have an- the duke in the name it does have the duke in it uh it says the what's the title of the episode the Actually. dukes and alice's uneventful day oh my bad Gotcha. episode eight was the one you mean that episode right. eight doesn't have the duke in the name but which is continue. uh fine for that but uh okay yeah I would still rename episode seven to that because it's a much better uh, title than the uneventful day. I would say just some shit happens with <laughs> no Duke answer and, on <laughs> the Duke and some shit happens. <laughs> Get ready to click through the screenshot so fast with no okay. answer on being able to break through the curse. The Duke and Alice begin to experiment on different ways. They might be able to break it. This leads them no pun intended literally down a rabbit hole of experiences over the day episode seven. Oh, okay all right <laughs> yeah they do I'm a bunch sorry. of stuff that's all look the at that you have for this one look at all this this is the worst episode in the show so far oh really in my opinion okay this is where it's just like we you, you almost had me in episode six but you gotta keep it going and then it just completely <laughs> drops like any momentum it could have had at episode six you know like you said at this point we're in episode seven we're we're coming down the hill now we're coming down the hill at the finale, and th- I, I feel like episode six, all right, here's here's the top of the hill. Now it can only be answers and resolution from here. And there's a little bit of the connective tissue that, all right, we found out the witch that major curse is dead. Let's find a way to break your curse ourselves. But ultimately, it's just a bunch of slapstick situations. Yeah, now that I think about it, it is sort of like a fever dream of just nonsense here and i can i'll sort of go through some of the stuff well i don't even know if i want to go through some of the stuff they find a pot maybe a potion can make a love potion it's silly it's funny all this other stuff i'm already i'm already tired of it go to the go to the text there i just want to point something out at the top uh it looks like it says healing aphrodisiac yeah i don't know if the left is healing and the right is aphrodisiac but you could get them mixed up I don't know. They're, they're right next to, each, right other, next to each other. It's not alphabetically like structured, <laughs> if that's the case. So but I don't know. The Duke said something really funny at the beginning of this because he started off talking about her dress again, which is like the third time that he started the the show like this. He said, "I feel like all we talk about is your clothes," and I was like, "Yep, the writers did it to you, bud." I'm sorry, Duke. He was very self aware there, and I thought it was really funny because it's not meant to be funny like the way i'm thinking it's just like where's the plot where's the thing we're just gonna keep talking about alice's boobs yeah okay you're you're you the writers are directly addressing the fact that you can't help but write the same jokes over and over like that's you the writer addressing that Mm -hmm. we don't even have to say it you're saying it for us you're saying it for us that you got nothing you have this whole storyboard and you're like um well, I don't know. Let's have her flash her like fish some nets boobs again. in here. Have some thighs here. Boobs. Have some, have some completely naked except the hair yeah. just drooping over to cover everything. Have j- just sprinkle pepper, salts, you know, 
We're Johnson, good. Look how many that. panels? How many panels do you have before boobs? We got eight, sir. Make it five. And that's the thing <laughs> when you take when you take adaptation of manga because this is an adaptation of a manga where you have structured panels where it's the you the reader that you know sets the pace at which they're reading. Um, you can get through manga chapters very quickly, and when they're only taking a couple chapters of stuff that might not have a lot of dialogue, it might just be a lot of panel-to-panel uh, -panel stuff happening, but then you put it on screen, whereas something in like a battle shonen panel-to-panel, -panel, they're adapting these small moments into these huge scenes with like all of these crazy effects yeah. and action scenes going on, but you get something like this, where there's not a lot that's kind of yeah, tying it together. Um, even if the animation might be good, if there aren't visually interesting things happening, you're going to lose, uh, get the watcher losing interest. Last week, after the episode, you looked it up and we were talking about it after the show that this manga isn't done yet, yeah, right? Correct. I don't think it should have been an anime yet until the manga was done because then you could have the full story and then pick and choose to dive into something or not. Because right now it feels like they're like, oh, we have five volumes. We have to add up, adapt everything square by square. And it's not much substance, like you said, but in a manga, it's easier to do because you're reading at your own pace and there's a lot going on. But like, I feel like they should have, they should have waited till the show or till the manga was done so that they can focus on the big beats because mm -hmm. right now they're focusing on all the little beats and it's exhausting yeah and like it's fun it's silly sometimes but like we don't need this episode seven where it's about the pot it's about the book it's about the song the painting them and the vase hiding from rob and the yeah the vase and then at the end we have a long after credit scene of a of a of a Alice dream. in Wonderland. It's like dream. I like the dream, but like I want that moment way before all the other stuff that's going on. Like I want that dream back in episode like four, where it's like uh after I'm convinced that like there is an emotional bond between these two, then you hit me with the dream because it's like they just can't have what they both want. And then the viewer, I'm emotionally drawn into seeing a resolution where they both get what they both want. But this is episode seven. This yeah. is this is a post-credit scene in episode seven. <laughs> the whole I really did like the music part with McFarlane being thing. I don't know. It was so weird. It was so off. Cool. As a fun little vignette, fine. But again, in an episode seven of everything else going on, the whole painting thing, I was like, where I, I zoned out. <laughs> I zoned out for a minute. I zoned out for a second. Off. <laughs> and I was like, what are we doing? I was like, wait, what's happening? And and I was like, wait, we're doing this whole thing for the hot. Doesn't make sense. I don't care. I don't care. We just had a huge story beat. Well, it's not huge, but the biggest one. Biggest one so far. In the story yeah. that like we know that the witch is dead. So we yeah. have to figure something out. And them doing all this other silly stuff to try and try and break the curse. Hmm. Mm. I like Rob. I like the characters. I, I like the characters. That's I what like I mean. Rob. It's enjoyable. There, there's, there's stuff to like about the show, but it's yeah, it's just not giving it to us in a the most palatable like way, um, in terms of progression of everything. And that's episode eight is where the most um, amount of like emotional recoil I have watching this show for sure so let's get into episode eight which should have been like episode five yeah um white snow black clothes what happens in episode eight of the duke of death and his maid yeah so episode seven i wanted to rename episode eight is the one that i wanted to point out the only one that doesn't have the duke in the title which yes it's uh because it's not really about the Duke that we come to find out. Uh, episode 8, a couple things at the front. We get a short look at Rob teaching Cuff English and uh, because she's trying to impress Zane um, that she'll be able to read and write. Cutting over to the main household, we see the interactions of the second-born son, Lord Walter, and Viola. 
She claims to have no side in this firstborn versus secondborn debate, which drives Walter absolutely insane. Um, he is a pick-me child. Viola sneaks out to the Duke's estate and mistakes Cuff for a burglar, um, which, as you mentioned, a lot of uh, girls boob stuff. and boob stuff, and we get another moment of that. So episode eight, check. A chess match between the Duke and Alice uh, later that night as it storms reminds Alice of the first night she arrived at the Duke's Manor. We go down a series of memories that showcase the development of the Duke and Alice's relationship since her arrival at the Manor, initially being very cold and uninviting towards Alice, uh, initially being very cold and inviting towards Alice. Between her caring nature and invalidating his negativity with positivity, she begins to break down his walls over time. Deciding to leave, since she refuses to do so, he uh, wanders out into a storm, deciding to succumb to the cold uh, that he find that he found himself caught in, only for Alice to show up and cool him off before bringing him home. The Duke reveals to Rob, with Alice present, that he has grown fond of her. Taking him back to the present day in their chess game, her winning, him prompting that it's not fair how things are basically sure um cuff learns to read and write <laughs> fun cool cuff and zane work at the circus now fun cool what are we doing what's no. going on here um lord walter could be a cool character could be cool the younger the i i younger like brother. i like this character in terms of it being a comedy sure because like he he walks around and like oh my god so cool but then like people who the few people who he probably actually cares about getting the recognition from probably mm -hmm. just don't give it to him being no. his sister and his mother because they keep calling him the second born the and second born and he's like why are you saying that and it's like yeah. well it's it's the truth <laughs> yeah but he just can't <clears throat> handle the truth so sure. He has a Could be a cool character. It. I want to see him interact with other other people. That'd be other cool. Yeah, but yeah. Given the situation, I don't know how much of that we'll get because it's like you know he's trying not to make mom mad, and Viola just doesn't care. He'll probably end up in Alice's boobs too. In the end, everybody's going to be in Alice's boobs at some point because even when we didn't even mention it, that when in episode five, whenever. Zane came out. Uh, Cuff was just in Alice's. Oh yeah, boobs. Cuff was stuffed stuffed in Alice's boobs for because she found her on the lake. So she was like, "Oh, I was trying to warm her up." In every single episode of this of these and even four Cuff episodes like, that we that's watched, never happened to me before. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Everybody in, <laughs> in... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Whatever. there's that one saying where it's like in the future everyone will have their five minutes of fame or something like that 15 minutes of fame i don't know in the future everybody will be in alice's boobs so it's an ine inevitability <laughs> it's a what <laughs> it's a what's canon the yeah <laughs> i still haven't seen the movie so <laughs> no it's only on tiktok yeah it's a canon event that <laughs> that's a spider-verse thing i've seen I've seen the clip on Twitter because I was like, what's the fuck's a canon event? But uh, everybody being in Alice's boobs is a canon event here. Uh, Viola meets Cuff. <sighs> More stuff. It's not what you think. I'm on top stuff. of I'm on top of a girl and we're girls and we're I don't care, man. <laughs> I don't care. Give me a story. Give me something. Love cuff to death. She's just like, oh, okay. Can I go to sleep then? Yeah. She just <laughs> not a single thought. No thoughts. Like I said, love these love these characters. Not in love with the situations. There. Forget everything you know. <clears throat> um. So we find out that, or we go back in time, and we do this whole flashback thing. Yeah. That uh, uh, the big thing I saw. <laughs> The big big takeaway for me is that Alice wanted to live in the shed. That was the big thread. <laughs> That's right. In my I head. Because, la because last week, 
Why is she living there when I there's was a like, whole why... mansion? Yes. Why is why is the help living in a shed whenever this man has a, a huge-ass mansion? But we see Rob leading her into this shed, and he was like, are you sure you want to live here? And she's like, she likes cramped quarters, which could be something, probably nothing. I'm sure there's a big broom closet somewhere in that house that they could give her. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. With how big that thing is, like, I'm sure there are some respectably sized broom closets the thing that continues to bring me back to the alice is her mother thing is that they mention it way too many times for it not to be a thing it's it's something it's something they're doing there something because rob again you really do take alice after your mother takes after her mother and i'm and like her response is everybody tells me that everybody tells me yeah what what is something's going on? What's the point? What's the point? What was the reason? <laughs> What's the reason? Probably there's nothing. It's probably nothing. I want it to be something. They could I'm be, be something. So mad if it's nothing. This well, is to, right now for me. Next week, we're, we're we're talking about episode eight again. We we've reviewed, we're in episode thirty one, so we have many episodes to draw from now um, in reference. And the Alice looks. Alice takes after her mother thing is my future diary. There's a room full of dead people thing where if the show just drops this thread, it's I, there's nothing, there's no forgiveness. There's no, there is no way you set all that up just for it to be completely dropped. Mm -hmm. Well, next That's, week we'll find out next week. We will find out. <laughs> um, It's gotta be something. I really hope it is fingers crossed. There's got to be something to everybody, literally everybody, mentioning her mother. And we know, find out next time, we know two things. That Alice's mother's dead. The witch that turned the curse on to the Duke is also dead. Do you think that this that the what's her name this bone lady dalith was an acquaintance of her mother i don't know man it's gotta be something somewhere um so they do this whole flashback thing again i wanted i wanted this a long time ago i wanted this not in episode in eight the first time. do something in episode four or five because it would help, it would put so much context to all the things that, that has happened and probably would have made me like them more or want or root for them more because now I oh, know. Oh, yeah, easy. The, the, in the episode four, the Duke, Alice, and <clears throat> Memories of Snow, the one where he, she makes him a scarf that should have prompted this. Like, oh my, like she's, she's making me a scarf. I would, like, she's making me a scarf just like, Oh my god, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were, they were out in the snow before. for the whole day. They were out in the snow yeah. for the whole day, just like it was a, a snow day for them. And yes. they, this could have happened then. Um, and then just ha like I understand in that episode we get Cuff finding the earring in the snow, but I'm sure that you can still work that in at like the end of the episode, and then make that a Cuff cliffhanger, and then the next episode have them talking and meeting Cuff. Give us an anime. We've give done us, 31. Give us structure. Give us, give us structure. No, meant, give us progression. I meant give, give, make me and you in charge of an anime. Oh, yeah. Let yeah, me help. Let us help your anime. Yeah. Let the Jewels and Man anime hour help you by making your anime better. Here. This Not is all stuck. the stuff we would do here. Right there. Um, but like, I, I think, just... yeah, it, it should have been a lot earlier. Episode seven and eight, I think, should have done done so many things just so cut everything cut it all yeah and then episode three the the shopping episode make that episode seven because then you get the build-up for episode four where they reveal the history behind them after they do all the silly fun stuff together you know you really don't have an anime when you're like episode three um, shopping episode already <laughs> sure and they're like hmm what do we got okay we and got the just... cool premise the duke kills everything he touches okay cool 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 he's got a maid That's a cool premise 
he's got a maid with big boobs, <laughs> but, she, but she shows her thighs a lot. And I like fishnets, so she's going to have fishnets a bunch uh, every time. They're like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Do and we ever find out who the witch somebody, is? Why? The elf speaks up in the boardroom. And then we're going to make their, their relationship realistic and have progression, <laughs> right? And then we're going to give the audience <laughs> what they want, and then that guy gets thrown out the window. Yes, we got to make the meme. All right, for so sure. Back to business. Yeah, back to business. <laughs> this is business. Yeah, cuffs boobs. Though. It's really fr- it's, <laughs> these boobs. It's yeah. really frustrating because yeah, there's so much. Like I just I pulled up my notes from uh, the other episode too, and I'm just looking at everything side by side, and it's so frustrating because there is so much just tweaking and reworking where it's just like it could have been so much better they have so much potential that they're working with like you said it's a great concept he kills everything that he touches all right and he has this love and he wants this love with somebody else i'm like oh but yes here we go yes another take on like the beauty and the beast oh yeah i'm so i was gonna mention that too the the fact that Alice shows up on a stormy winter cold night is literally paralleling Beauty and the Beast, how Belle shows up after getting lost on a cold winter stormy night. So she was seeking shelter. It's not quite literally the same uh, situation, but they are parallels that, you know. Obviously, they know that because they did reference Alice in Wonderland, too. So they do know the stories that they're pulling from. Exactly. They're trying to make something else um which i'm okay with sure i'm okay with trying to make something else i'm okay with trying to take something and put a little twist on it that's what you know the that's where the saying there's nothing new under the sun comes from because you know everybody you know you can make the the fallacy that everybody grows up experiencing the things that they like and so they'll only tend to draw from those things if they do to create moving forward um Mm -hmm. You can't create something completely new, technically. That's where that comes from. So I'm okay with that concept. I love it. I love all this new stuff. I love seeing all these new takes on old stories, especially when you have Disney in the mainstream just retelling the same stories we've already seen, literally beat for beat, and they're not even animating them anymore, yada, yada. Um, So I love this, where it's trying to go with this. Like, I want to love this, I should say. But I can't because there's too many like etchy undermining moments that take out the weight of the emotional beats. And again, the general structure is just leaving me wanting so much more because it's it, because it's not cohesive. No, because they got cool. They got cool characters. They got good music, good uh, piano stuff. They got really cool backdrops. A lot of the stuff, even in these episodes, again, looked like paintings. Yes. Like if whenever they move through a scene instead of the 3d the animated characters the art style of everything feels like a painting and i'm like oh here we are like i'm so in it and it, it i think it's just the story that they're trying to tell or the the stuff that's in the way of the story more so yes. the stuff that's in the way um but again here in episode eight um i think they really tried with this episode again the only they, downside they the only downside in this one for me is that it should have come earlier Yes. But a lot of this stuff with the re- the telling of how they met, how they came together, and how much she loves him, I think the message here is that like you don't know the impact you have on someone, mm-hmm. um, and that Alice says she's only here if not for the sake of the Duke's kindness as a kid. And it's like, oh man, it's 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 a cool thing to tell. Like it's it's cool. Like oh like. You don't know the Duke doesn't understand the impact he had because it was nothing to him, but then he remembers but it. It was and it's like everything oh. to her. It was everything to her, and it, it's exactly. like a good mess. It's like cool. It's a good message. Um, I made the, the meeting whole, meme for uh, you guys. The whole the whole butterfly effect response. Yes. You know, this uh, this decision will have future consequences, and consequences can be good or bad. <laughs> Is there any way you could pull it up? I can't. Well, okay. I can probably <laughs> download it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to just vamp for a little bit, because this is so good. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Um, this is no, yeah, so it's good. Just, it's it's the same uh, with like, yeah. Uh, I, I lost the thought that I was just okay. about. 
forget everything you know. <laughs> um, uh, where'd it go? The more I think about it, the further that thought gets for me. I, I can't find it. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> it's saving as a file. Why not a photo? Um. Oh, yeah. It just, uh, it's nothing to him, but it's everything to her. So yes. the whole butterflies effect response, this, this decision will have consequences, whether they be good or bad. It's just, I love how it's playing with that. And then it's also showing how, like, you know, it's, I, I like how we got to meet the Duke post him, like, getting to have people in his life and understanding that people care for him, even though he's in the situation that he's in. And then we get to go back and see where he was at, like, probably when he was just sent into the, um, into the manor, how everything's all, like, destroyed and, you know, everything's all, like, uh, you know, out of, you know, broken all over the place it's a mess alice comes in and i like and that does the whole you know if you can't clean this room in three days then i'm gonna fire you and then she does it overnight and it's like how why were you able to do this well because you know i thought about it being of use to you and that made me want to work hard and get it done nothing more than that and then he kind of you know he starts to break down because he's like oh my god there can be people that care about me there can be people that like that want to be close to me and i think that scared him and sent him away running yeah and so it's like it's it's a really great episode that's trying to create an emotional core and i'm there series. for it and yeah i'm there for it the, i'm there the for it if it happened in episode four continue to happen because like after bell came into the his mansion like she started to clean up the place and make it look actually uh, prim and proper again. And yeah, just break down those, those walls and make that beast feel like a person, make that monster feel like a human. Um, so I, I like, I like this episode in a vacuum. I hate this episode as an episode eight. Where do we go from because here? Exa exactly. This is this is, in Beauty and the Beast. There's the it's playing on the themes of the rose, and that if he can't love, then he'll, um, you know, he'll the rose will uh, uh break, all the petals will break off if he can't learn to love. But here we see somebody who cannot be loved because of their inability to be able to be touched. Wait. Alice even has a rose too. Is that like a Beauty and the Beast? I did. I just it's, made the connection yep, because it's, it's a it's dead going, rose. But it's uh, that rose is already dead. But it's going it's to it's going to keep its petals on because yeah. it got killed in a moment. I didn't even make and that connection to that either. Oh the my dead God. white rose stands for eternal love. They already do like have this love for each other. Yes, but the love is encased and it cannot be touched. Just what like you the white rose sure. in its case. What do you think about these? Uh, we see two sets of characters that are. I'm still trying to pull this pull this up or put it into our our streamyard thing. Um, but what do you think about these two like relationships that we do see? Because we see Zane and Cuff. Um, we see Alice and the Duke, of course. But like, uh, there were some Crunchyroll comments about like how they didn't there were some conflicting comments because there's some people that really liked that they had two couples that are forward with their emotions for the most part and and tell each other and they know we know and they know how they feel about each other but then some people didn't like that because they wanted the unrequited like oh will they won't they like how will they come together but we already have these couples that are together so maybe that that feels like the story is done that feels like oh what's the point of the story because they're already they're already kind of together well with in the case of uh in the case of the duke and alice it needed to spend more time emphasizing like the curse and how they're actively they've act they have actively been trying to break the curse but to no avail um and then they get this oh the the witch is already dead yada yada and so they double down on their effort <laughs> they double down on their efforts <laughs> i finally got yeah. it okay 
So this is this is what me and Matt were talking about. Thank you to Dan, Average Sport. I appreciate the meme. Okay, guys, what's going to be in the next episode? Boobs, fishnet, story progression, <laughs> and he gets kicked out of the boardroom. Get that guy out of here. <laughs> That's literally, this is it. This is the anime. This is the Duke of Death and his maid. Yes. Great. Thank you so much for that. That was really quick. I appreciate, we appreciate so the, it. So the Duke and Alice have that thing going on with the curse, and they need to really be able to more uh, more so flesh that out for the audience earlier on than episode six. Yeah. With uh, Cuff and Zane, it's this Zane wants to be with, like, Zane has a, a caring, like, I, I, like, I don't want to, for lack of a better term, he almost has, like, this sibling love that he seems to carry over Cuff, but can't see her that way because she doesn't act ladylike or whatever. So, because, like, that's his thing. And Cuff wants to be able to, like, have thoughts so that way she can <laughs> understand why, how she does feel about Zane. Because we see... And I, I still don't know what's going on. They don't even address this when the second one, the Duke said, oh, you must be pretty fond of him then. Cuff just kind of like snapped and then like jumped out the window. And then jumped out the window and, and didn't do anything. And that. Like, why did she just like stumble away? Like, no. Was it because what he said upset her or was it like a trigger word or response? Like, but I don't think Cuff understands that she like likes uh, Zane. I think they don't know that they like each other so to speak um sure. even though they act as though they are a couple it's just like th they are each other's partners and experiencing the world because mm -hmm. cuff is a half-blood and zane is a witch trying to live in the human world is a bird person bird person trying to magic live in user a magic bad. user <laughs> because like he but he alice understands their their love is there they speak on it they show it but they cannot act on it because of this curse so it's like it's they kind of have two different types of relationships playing out which i'm glad they're not just two of the same types of people mm -hmm. and um so yeah like I, I find cuff and zane to be an enjoyable pair to riff off of alice and the duke especially how zane kind of like fawns over alice but then cuff just like puts him in check by like kicking them in the face and like sure. thank you somebody's getting kicked <laughs> somebody's in the face doing for the, it for 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 these lines <laughs> even if so, it's the character on screen <laughs> next week we're going to be doing the duke of death and his maid watch episode 9 through 12 or listen to us talk about it next week you don't have mm -hmm. to watch it if you don't want if, to i would love for y'all to watch it with us yeah. that'd be great We'll, that me we'll and Matt are talk the about only ones. If you... We'll talk about it plenty next week for sure. <laughs> if you uh, have... about how this concludes, yeah, because this is one... the this is the only season. This is the only season of the Duke of Death and His Maid. So we're gonna talk about it. So hopefully it comes to a conclusion. We'll see, and we'll rate it on our board next week, next Thursday. We're gonna put it up here somewhere. I know where it's going, <laughs> but I... I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I know where I'm putting it. But again, next week we pick a new anime. You can submit 500 bits here on Twitch Live if you would like to add an anime to the chest. And we're going to be picking a new anime next week. We have quite a bit that our user submitted. And I have to put another one because this was Matt's pick. Let's remind everybody Who's? that Matt picked this Who picked one. this anime? That Matt is making me. Who I, picked this anime? I made this show and I invited Matt and I would. I loved him <laughs> to be, I loved him enough to be my co-host. And then he makes me watch this every week. So this who is the, the show. <laughs> who picked the show? Where's the guy? <laughs> so yeah, next week we're gonna be finishing be this editor. anime. <laughs> we're gonna be finishing this anime. We're gonna pick another one next week as well. So Matt, where can they find you when you're not in somebody's boobs? These uh, <laughs> boobs. Um, I'm not here talking about the Duke of Death and his maid find me on my twitch at matt underscore galley or you could follow me on any of my socials at its matt underscore galley its at the front it's matt underscore galley when we're not here where can the people find you jules um on jules the human twitch.tv slash jules the human uh, i stream some diablo and stuff or video games and you can go check out the youtube channel youtube.com slash jules the human j-u-l-e-s the human right down there 
Um, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all the same thing. And you can watch these episodes if you don't know and you're watching this late. You can watch all of the episodes here on Spotify. So if you have Spotify accounts, you can watch the podcast and it comes up in the video form. If you miss anything, you can watch it on, on uh, Spotify or on YouTube as well. So next week, finish this anime. Next and week, then we'll pick something new, new anime. Because I think this Woo! is just this is it. This is this the is anime. It. This is how I remember it. Um, thank y'all so much, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Until next time, bye.